Hey everyone, and welcome to Demon Slayer Chronicles, a Demon Slayer podcast presented by Popped Off. This is a weekly podcast where each and every week we dive into every episode of the anime, alongside its characters, lore, world, and so much more. I'm your host, Andrew Nimsgren, and alongside me, I have James Graham and Dylan Beal with me today. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. Now that we switched off of our wacky topic startup, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, Andrew is now admitted defeat, either either that or forgot, and just, just gone back to asking how we're doing, which is well, all right. Or maybe I just maybe just our listeners want to know how you guys are doing. I haven't asked in a while. I don't personally care, but maybe our listeners do. Oh so I just wanted God. to give them the insight. I'm trying to do whatever I can for our listeners. I we we're doing fantastic, listeners. At least I am. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm here. <laughs> Glowing recommendations <laughs> from James. Clearly, super super excited to talk about this episode but um yeah with that i'll just hand it off to you guys in the rigmarole role nothing too normal nothing out of the ordinary make sure that you tell all your friends about us because it means a ton to us and make sure you leave a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on yeah and if you have any suggestions for segments any questions comments concerns about the show uh hit us up over on twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at popped off.com perfect but with that, let's dive into this week's episode, episode 17, You Must Master a Single Thing. Zanetsu flees after seeing the spider with a human head from last episode and runs into the nest of one of the demons that is a giant spider with a boy's like head. We learn that the venom from the demon turns humans into spiders and that Zanetsu has been bitten while wandering around in the woods looking for Tanjiro, Nezuko, and the crew. He will lose his human form in about 30 minutes, or one cycle of the little stop rock the little demon had. Um, Zenitsu hides in a tree and remembers back the days of when he was training with his grandfather, who was a former uh, Hashira, and then he, that is when he was struck by lightning while hiding in the tree, and that is where his hair color originally comes from. He thinks of himself as pathetic and wants to stop being so much, but he doesn't really know how, and then once he realizes that his hair is starting to fall off, he faints. And once he faints, he goes into badass mode, and he starts to attack the demon. We learn that he only knows how to use one of the six forms of thunder breathing, but he has absolutely mastered it. We see more flashbacks of him with another one of Kuojima's students that was um, kind of bullying him, just kind of being a dick to him overall, and that he was actually an orphan, and that the, his grandfather took him in when the girl he was in love with, he raised money for her for her to leave with another dude a dick move and i want to talk about that later on but we'll talk about that later because at that moment the poison is starting to really affect zenitsu who is starting to cough up blood but he does finish off with an absolutely incredible lightning fast speed attack that slays the demon he awakes afterwards and realizes that the poison is crippling his body even though he is scared he begins to use a breathing technique to begin to slow the poison down as much as he can so that he has a chance of someone coming and rescuing Meanwhile, Tanjiro hears Zenetsu's attack, but still continues to keep on moving. They come across a younger girl demon, and when they begin chasing after her, she calls her father. Fathers comes um, flying down from the woods and tells them to leave his family alone, and the younger female demon leaves. The two begin to take on father, and that is where the episode ends, with Inosuke looking like he's about to be killed, and Tanjiro trying to cut off father's arm. So, pretty much... 
a Zenitsu focused episode. We get a lot of background on him. We get a whole fight with him. We have a little bit of snippet at the end with Tanjiro and Nosuke, but that's pretty much just an afterthought, and that's clearly the setup for next episode. But what do you guys think about getting a solid 20 minutes of Zenitsu, kind of the most controversial character for us? I really liked it, and I also really hated it. I liked it because it was a really cool backstory. Um, I like it because it's, it's funny. Like, he... He gets shocked by lightning and his hair turns a different color. Like, that's really funny and that's cool. But I hate it that we still fell into the gimmick of he just has to pass out some way for him to use his, his abilities. Which, I, I, I just want the moment of where they flip flick the switch. Like, where he has that character building moment of where he's like, I don't I don't need to pass out to, to use my abilities. And he's he's a he's a normal guy again. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my only gripe with it. But I really liked his story. It was really cool. Yeah, I think I think, but it's so we we are kind of still stuck with the same trend of him having to pass out. But at the same time, like he's acknowledging that he's like he hates that he's a wimp. You know what I mean? So we are getting a bit of growth. It's not necessarily as quick as we I think any of us would really hope, and we'd want him to get into a full blown character a little more, uh, a little more faster at least. Um, but at least in this scene, he's acknowledging that he like kind of hates the person he is. You know what I mean? So. It's sick that he still has this defense because I'm pretty sure our boy would already be long dead if, you know, he just constantly passed out and then did nothing, right? So, I, like, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm happy that it at least feels like there is some progress. And it's not, we're not just, like, it's not, I, I, would, look, I would like the flip to be switched, but we're not there yet. But the one thing, though, is, is he can do it normally because he of can. his training. So, we yes. know that he can actually just do it normally. It's just, he's too waiting scared. for it. We're just waiting for it to happen. It's the emotional. It's the emotional aspect that he can't do. It's not as much as the physical side. Yeah, and it's it's weird because the way they introduce it, it makes it seem like he can't actually do it on his own and that it's only when he passes out. And you have to, like, kind of, like, it, you have to dig for it a little bit to understand in this episode that, like, oh, yeah, he can he can just do it normally. He just, like, it just hasn't happened and it's not apparent. Yeah, exactly. And that you can do multiple levels of the same technique. Which I thought was super cool. That was a big. That was a big thing that appealed to me um, about him is that you don't see that with Tanjiro or Inosuke. Well, you do in this episode, actually. Well, okay, yeah, no, but it's I, not. I'm it, sorry, this is a spoiler for next episode. It's next we episode. Do see a little bit of that, but there is different levels of move that I think we even saw Tanjiro use in one of the early ones. I forgot which in a uh, like innovation of one of mm. those moves, but he did do like the blow water wheel or something like right that. and it was a step up yeah and i think it's just i think it's just represented with zenitsu much more like concretely yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly because you don't like you just get like you know the way he says it is just so, so much more than not some variation that's something that could be almost felt like more of an offshoot vice just a like straight up power up of the same ability right so one thing i do want to say about that scene in particular is that once he does that lightning super saiyan move yeah. <laughs> um the spider the spider boy was like why is the air vibrating? That's mm -hmm. really weird but that he would say why is the air vibrating and not why are all these lightning bolts shooting around the place? <laughs> so, all I'm going to say is I don't think other people can see these abilities. They can oh, feel we're back them. To this. We're back they could to feel this. they could feel the energy from them, but they can't see them. Okay, but also Zenetsu called down thunder? In, in, he didn't literally call down the thunder, but it's a representation of that energy that he's giving. But 
That's how his hair changed color. The no, no, he didn't call it down. No, he, he just, got, he, just got, he got struck. He got struck. Yeah, he by just lightning. got struck. Like we saw it going from a clear sky to a cloudy sky all of a sudden. But he didn't. He didn't call it down. It just hit him. Yeah, it doesn't really. It he... doesn't really say there's any indication that he called it down though. Yeah, I I think the it was. Grandfather says like Zenitsu, be careful. You can. And then he gets struck by lightning. Yeah, because he's up in a tree, and typically if you're high up, that's the. That's it, it's like, like a lightning like a, rod. Yeah, that's lightning rod. rod. Yeah, I'm still on your side, but no, no, because if he was very much on that side, but that if he was weird, if he was like running around and like he was like he was about to pass out, and his his, his, his Gramps was like, "Don't do that. If you pass out and go go into your your sicko mode or whatever, <laughs> you can get shocked." But he, he didn't. He does the uh, Super Smash Bros. Pikachu down B, and it just fucking comes straight yeah. down. Yeah, no. I feel like that's a bit of a re- I, I just feel like there was some there was confusion on that one for me but i i, don't I, I think it might have just been the animation it might have just been the animation that mm. didn't clearly show it was like stormy yeah oh no like you can see it behind you can see it behind like is is his quote-unquote grandfather is it starts getting stormy really like pretty fast right and so is he not his actual grandfather he's, no, he's not he's not he's not, he's not. He, he, call, he calls him gramps like in a an affectionate way yeah because it's it, it, it's like a weird translation thing um, but essentially, the word for grandpa, you can also just say that to other old people, kind of like, uh, oh, like yeah. as like I don't know the exact wording they use. Yeah, I didn't know the exact wording they used, but he was basically calling him like his own grandpa. He would use the same word, but it it is also the same word you would use for like just an old person that you're really friendly with too. Yeah, it's a term. It's a term of like familiarity, and yeah, that's why. And yeah. that's why the that's why the other student scolds him for like using that term in reference to him because like it's it's too familiar right you don't like you don't deserve it right yeah because if you got like a mentor um who was like at the top of their craft um and they started teaching all their stuff and you randomly just started calling them like like hey old man like lovingly or whatever it'd be like you normally wouldn't do that Mm -hmm. but it's just showing that they're like really close on that kind of level yeah okay that kind of makes sense another thing that we don't get i mean we do we are kind of introduced to a new character in this episode Dylan, what what's your kind of thought about this other um, lightning user, or thunder? Uh, which oh oh the the like the dude the one that's bullying him. Yeah, um, the Gary. <laughs> e- either two things. One one he's either going to be an actual main character or not main character, but like a he's going to be a big character that comes back and, and there's a big reveal around him. Or two, we're never going to see him again. It's one or the other because <laughs> because we saw him from like the mouth down, like we didn't see his yeah. whole face. So I feel like. It's either they're doing that to like push him to the side, be like, "Oh, don't worry, you don't need to know the identity because he's not important," or we're gonna tease him a little bit because he's gonna be really important. Like it's it's either one or the other. He's not gonna just be someone who might show up and be the like side background character. character or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those big big beats. And then is that just like a common anime trope, or you just have a feeling about this character? I what I just say that I just feel it. I because. It did feel weird in this show because, like, normally they don't just, like, block someone's face like that. And if they do, normally they do it in, like, this this face shadow thing of where you see their whole face, but it's, like, kind of shadowed of where they just want to push them to the background. But that wasn't the case. And I feel like... we're introduced and see other characters very rarely compared to a lot of other anime. Yeah, but we also... Yeah, and then... But we also just, like, see background characters normally. Like, whenever they're in the city, we see, like, a lot of people's faces there. So I feel like there's not a reason to hide his face unless we're going to use him for later. So I, that's my inclination is we're probably going to see him later. Interesting. 
Yeah, I honestly forgot this dude existed. Fuck. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, watch it back at the show. I'm like, oh, cool. Like that guy. I, I, like, yeah, like another dude. Like, yeah, Thunder. Like the uh, other Thunder. Like because he like right now we don't see any other Thunder or Lightning. What? What's the actual breathing? Is it Thunder breathing? Yeah. Um, users. We do see obviously another one in Giyu earlier on in the show. We kind of get the uh, um, idea that he was under Urokodaki. Um, but we don't see any other Thunder ones, so I always thought that was super interesting and a good setup for I think for future things. But so the one thing I did like is that the kind of explain like not normal hair colors because yeah. he like he... is that a Japanese like like folklore or something kind of like that or like that I, how that came I, from? I I don't think so. Um, but to do that, they would have to do two things: is one have him bleach his hair, which. The, you, I don't think you could really bleach your hair back in those days. I don't think that there was, like, that kind of... Ta like, I know you could probably dye it dark. Yeah. Um, shout out to all my Sword of the Stranger boys out there. Um, or he was a foreigner. And so he's not a foreigner. So I think they were just like... Uh, he got hit by lightning, and his hair is lightning colors now, I guess. Well, so I don't know if you guys remember, but I think it was last week's Tanjiro secret segment, which is not... They do it like this kind of, like high school kind of thing and Giyu's the classroom teacher and he scolds Zenitsu for his hair color that's this episode is that is that at the end of this episode, this episode. okay there yeah, we go the end of this episode. yeah okay so there there we go we're jumping ahead a little bit but yeah he scolds him for his hair color and tells him to like like not to do an unnatural hair color and that's why Zenitsu's like it's it's my hair color guys like yeah I had an accident and I got hit by lightning <laughs> yeah I got hit by lightning yeah exactly because I was actually wondering the same thing I was like oh like is he a foreigner or whatever because like for the most part I think they have almost natural hair colors there's a, a couple of deviations but for the most part it's not like anything too crazy yeah i think sabito was really the one of the only characters who has a less normal hair color and his was very like it was borderline red it was like a like a reddish orange but that was really it yeah because I, I, so. I know tandra's hair is like a reddish color mm -hmm. right is it it's red it yeah black? oh no it, yeah, those, it's gonna be really. Have one hard of those moments where you've stared at, the, you've watched the same character for so long. It's reddish brown, which, which is a normal hair color in Japan. Like, yes, there yeah. you you have the reddish color come out sometimes. So, um, I know it's it's kind of interesting the way they explained it, which it, it might all just go to the wayside because you might see a character with, with green spiky hair uh, eventually. Just, so it's like whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but I like little details like that because it feels like they try to root the show in reality, even though like. Uh, like like fantastical things are happening like yeah at the end of the day they're demons with with powers or whatever that does crazy stuff and people cut through rocks but at the but they but they still put those little details in there and i like that yeah, yeah i agree so i guess i have one big question i want to talk about with the zenitsu part did this episode make you like the character more are you more fond of him after all of this or was this just kind of an episode that was very cool but it changes nothing for you no but like not in a bad way like i didn't hate him before this because like i was he was growing on me and stuff and it's it, it, it wasn't anything that took it to another level no i i don't think so i mean i liked him before i i think i like him again still like i did it didn't make me you know rank him as my top favorite character he's still like that that maybe like third third favorite character and it's like cool i get more of him it's a character i like so thumbs up like i'm i like it but it definitely didn't didn't shoot him to another level Tell me when he James. gets. Oh no! When he goes like Super Saiyan two, I'm just like I'm all on board, dude. I was sold. I was like, all right, he's not only like he not only does this cool thing when he falls asleep, but now he can do this super cool thing when he falls asleep. And it was just super well animated. 
And I don't know. I actually like almost liked it a bit more than seeing Tanjiro fight. And I think it's maybe just because at that point, like you're really used to seeing his animation and the water coming out and all that stuff. You become very accustomed to it. So when you get this variation with with Zenitsu, it's like, oh, sick. Okay, this is a new and you know enticing. So now I just want more of that, right? No, yeah, I I, I totally agree. And I'm kind of in the middle, like. Then that's due to then that's due at this point. I definitely don't like the point that they still didn't find a way to get over with that kind of point of him always falling asleep. But the animation was cool. The final attack was very cool, and it was an overall good episode. But just uh, knowing personally what's coming up in these next couple episodes, like this is just the start of a really cool thing, which is why I'm more favorable of it because I'm like, okay, this is just awesome, and then it just keeps getting better and better and better as the show goes on. So I think that always helps it, as I know this is a big turning point for this arc. So, um, unless anyone has anything on that, um, I have some behind-the-scenes knowledge, or not, like, knowledge of behind-the-scenes of the show, but behind-the-scenes for us, because I was trying to write um, a Taisho Seeker, right, for this, and I couldn't figure it out, so I couldn't put it together. So, here's, like, a here's like a toss-away one, because I want to tell you guys, because I thought it was super interesting. The the stopwatch that the Spire Boy holds up, those aren't normal numbers on there. Like those aren't like if you're if you're doing Japanese numbers, those aren't the numbers. Really? Um, okay. And, and I was like, what is that? And I tried looking it up. I could not find what those meant at all. Like I asked someone who, who like speaks Japanese. I was like, can you tell me what this is? And they were like, no, I, I maybe with more context, but like this, th- these aren't numbers. I have no idea what this means. Um, so if there's any native Japanese speakers out there who want to let us know what those mean, Feel free to shoot us DM because I'm so curious on what they could yeah, possibly mean. This is going to drive me crazy now. Why would you do this to me? Like, yeah. I'm going to go to the end of the earth to figure this out. And I will be, and like, we've um, kind of let you guys know, we do pre-record all these episodes. So it's a very long time until anyone is going to listen to this episode to be able to tell us what they mean. I know one of you guys are going to be smart enough to be able to tell us what it is and have an answer. But the fact that I have to wait a lot of weeks to get that answer is going to drive me crazy Dylan, and i'm never going to forgive you yeah because the the tough thing about it is that you can't really go to like english uh discussions of the show to find out what it means because did you go to reddit you no know, yeah for like most of us we would you know we would just look at it and not register that at all but i have like the the faintest knowledge like i have look like the dumb shit i i have like intermediate like three low three years of knowledge of where like i know that that's not right but you don't know but why. But I can't, like, yeah. there, there's no in-between to talk about it because it's not like I can go to the Japanese discussions because they would just know what it means, so they would never even bring it up. Right, yeah, it would be so normal, right? So, they, yeah, it wouldn't even be on the radar. Exactly. Oh, so, it's, so, so that kind of knowledge is in this weird in-between zone of, like, I can't Google anything to figure it out. Because, <laughs> like, all those characters do mean things, but they mean things contextually. So it's hard to, like, place it in there. So, I don't know, it's it's super interesting, and, and I definitely want to hear from anyone who, who might know. Could it, huh. on, a, on a whim, could it relate to the like the forms and the symptoms of the poison? It could. Okay. It possibly could, but I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Because um, also, that would be kind of funny, though, because you'd be holding up this, like, manufactured watch that's basically, just like... Just for him, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's spider time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I mean, they, I mean, they, I mean... We've seen blood arts generate drums onto a dude, so it wouldn't be crazy that like they'd include something like that. Like, I mean, those yes, are like, but th- also like they're they are the normal drums just in him. Th- this would right 
like kind of silly phrase because that because if you think about what it says on there that would be silly like oh yeah. look at the time it's it's time to grow legs <laughs> bald time yeah yeah <laughs> bald <All right>. time <laughs> um anything else with zenetsu we want to talk about it or i mean even with the little inosuke and tenjiro is there anything we want to touch on with that or do we want to leave that all for next week since we really only got two minutes i mean we see father we suspect he's the 12 kazuki the 12 moon whatever you want to call him like that he's the father of the clan is there anything else we want to say about that or just leave it no we just leave and move on yeah like i mean this was a zenitsu episode so let's keep it zenitsu ish s i don't know right. yeah I, i'm good with that yeah because we'll be talking about that coming up next week but with that, James, I'll hand it over to you for our topic of the week. Yeah, so basically we saw some pretty pretty scary Demon Blood Arts so far. Um, this one, uh, as Andrew brought up in pre-show, probably the most terrifying. Um, but I, what I wanted to ask for this week was what kind of Demon Blood Art would personally be the most terrifying, or as Andrew so finally put it, make you nope out of there so fast? So easy. We'll start with Dylan. Yeah, go ahead. E- easy. It's the same exact scenario, except instead of spider people, they're snake people. Instantly, really? no. Really? Like, like if it's a, if it's a, like, uh, like okay, don't get me wrong. I've placed my heart for big snake ladies, but if it was a big snake lady <laughs> that had little tiny snakes all around her, no, 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 no. Was that it? Was that a DBZ like throwback? Was that what that was? No. Oh, okay, I was. No, that was. I was just talking about monster girls. Oh, that's fine. What were you, Andrew? I. I've been trying. I don't want to say, oh, this episode, but I absolutely hate spiders. This one, like. Don't you live in the I, desert, too? Yeah, you live in the Aren't desert. There a ton? Don't, don't bring it up. Don't <laughs> bring it up. I let that out. I haven't checked every corner of my house for spiders in weeks. I'm going to do it after this episode now. So I hate you. But no, wow. they scared the shit out of me. Um, so this, I, I'd like to think this one. Otherwise, any cost of, like anything that could do claustrophobia. Or drowning would be another one. Like anything that like, traps you in a bubble or something kind of like that would definitely get me as well. I mean, it's kind of yeah, your normal phobias like spider, pho- like arachnophobia, and just what are the drowning phobia are definitely two of the ones I fear the most. What about that episode with the the demon E boy of where he had that little like uh, that hole where you jumped the into and it was realm, water yeah. underneath? Yeah. Because like that yeah, reminded. That yeah, I was gonna oh, say that that reminded me of like all those like really scary scenes of like where you would jump in like an ice thing and you cut a hole in ice and jump into it and you get stuck or whatever because there's only one way to get out of that thing so that would scare me too. Yes, but in the context of like okay, I'm a demon slayer. They're like I can at least hold my breath. So that in that situation, it wouldn't be as bad versus like a super small bubble that like I can I can't really like break out of. Would you not? Much would you not want to be Nezuko though in the box? She seems happy as a clam in there, dude. Like she yeah, seems to love life. She's chilling. She doesn't give a shit. No, about she anything. is, but would you not be happy in there? Um, could you talk about considering she sleeps most of the time? Like, I don't think I'd have that big of an issue with it. I don't know. I mean, you could you could I, make I, yourself like really really small, though. make like a whole apartment out of there. Honestly, right? yeah, that's true. If you get yeah. really small, it is pretty big in there. It's not that claustrophobic. Yeah, how small could she get in there, dude? She could like renovate that shit. Maybe like, maybe that's a topic for another time. Is how I small like, could she get? How would we decorate the inside of Nezuko's box? Which which wall would we put a TV on? All right. What well, what you, about what about you, you, James? So this was actually really hard for me. Like when you guys brought it up initially, because I was like, I don't know, man. Because for any of our listeners who don't know, like I am a, I'm a licensed paramedic, so not like I have to not have like a, like a really weak stomach. I have to be able to deal with a lot of shit. But I think it was it would actually be 
the um the the doctor her blood art i think that would fuck with me the most because it totally disrupts your perception of reality and i think that's the thing that would really fuck with me the most because i wouldn't really know it was happening you know what i mean and i think that like most things i can like logically think my way through but that you just can't you know what i mean so that one scares the shit out of me because i wouldn't know it was happening have you uh like have you ever gone under like for surgery or anything yes yeah i have Okay, so I'm guessing when you woke up, that was terrifying. That, like, yeah, the adjustment period of, like, becoming, like, reoriented was pretty friggin' sketchy. That, like, it, it, it screwed with me pretty hard. The, the, the coming out of, like, the coming out of the grogginess is, is that's a head trip for me. Hmm. So, yeah, that's that's where I stand on this. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I don't have too much else to say. It's uh, I mean, I'd be curious... I'd love to hear what everyone else is. I mean, I think we just listed some of the kind of more common phobias. James is a little bit more different. So I'd love to hear, like, any listeners of, like, what theirs would be. Because I think some people, like, first off, you, you can be as creative as you want with kind of the blood arts and what it could be. <laughs> but I think some people, like, shit, I mean, some people would definitely say a clown one. Like, a clown-looking clown <laughs> demon would freak some people out. <laughs> so there could be some good ones. But, Dylan, I'm going to hand it over to you to wrap up this episode with a secret. Yeah, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about um the manga uh artist so here's a taisha secret about that um the artist or manga cause it's usually called is koyo haru go go to gay probably probably close probably close but we're doing it one take so it's it's okay um but i just want to talk about them because uh they're kind of secretive uh about all the stuff that they put out um, the only real images that we really have of them is the, the little tiny images that are in, in the manga. Um, and they usually put like a little, little alligator with glasses. And that's it's really cool. So um, if anyone hasn't read it before and you start reading it, um, or if you have read it um, and you're wondering what is that little alligator thing, that is the, the artist, um, the person who wrote it. Um, they just put a little alligator there to represent yeah. themselves. So, like, the artist is always the person that came up with the concept. Like, I guess, being new to manga, could, like, could someone have created the story and then there be an artist for the manga? Or are those usually always the same person? It's So, it's usually the same. Um, so, the term they use is mangaka. And it's, like, this person who basically takes over all of it and it's, like, their work. Um, so, usually, if you're a little bit bigger, um, you'll draw, you'll like, you'll do the story and draw the big beats of it. Um, but you have a team with you that helps fill in. Uh, they help color things and they, they, they help fill it all out because um, a lot of times you're doing these, you know, sometimes like bi-weekly, weekly, like you're cranking them out. And like manga are huge. There's like a lot of pages in them. Um, and even though they're like in black and white for the most part, it's still a lot of work to just crank it all out. Um, but yeah, so a lot of times whenever they're up and coming, they'll do all of it. Like they'll draw it, um, they'll, they'll, they'll write it and everything, which is why um, old One Punch Man looks so bad oh yeah yeah it's like yeah old one punch man doesn't look good but that's just because the art the 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 person who did it just wasn't a great artist and then that you know and he's like this is fine and so like his the simplistic form of like you know the bald ass head with the little smile or whatever just kind of worked um but yeah yeah, that's that's, that's where the sorry sorry go ahead i was gonna say yeah they just they typically do it all so like sometimes you see that yeah, I was just gonna add, kind of add on to that point. Was the, that's why Saitama is so basic because I guess the art, the, the creator of the series couldn't draw faces or heads or anything, and that's why you have Saitama looking bald ass, real basic, real generic. Yeah. Yeah. So just uh, so if you're if you're flipping through those pages and towards the back you see a little alligator, you know who it is. 
Awesome. Well, thank you for the secret, Dylan. But with that, I think we're getting close to wrapping up the show, right, James? Yeah. So with that, guys, uh, make sure to tell all your friends about the Demon Slayer Chronicles podcast. Hit us with that five-star review on any podcast platform you listen to us on. And make sure you check out poppedoff.com and twitter.com slash popped underscore off for all updates on this podcast and the other stuff we do. But with that, that'll be all for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you back here next week. <laughs>